I'm Dr. Sheldon Horowitz, and welcome to NCLE's Ask the Expert series. In response to a number of questions that we've received from parents uh, through our email, um, I will be talking today about dysgraphia. Dysgraphia is the medical term that we use to describe a learning disability in writing, written expression. And as you can see, there are numbers of components that go into the writing process. It's not just picking up a pencil and jotting something down on the paper. There's a visual spatial component, there's a fine motor component, and there's a language processing component, an information processing component to the writing process. So let's look a little bit about each of those separately. Um, visual spatial processing in a person with dysgraphia is going to show up looking like they have difficulties perhaps discriminating between certain shapes. So they're going to look at a letter and not be able to necessarily tell if it's one letter versus another, numbers the same thing, even shapes, you know, circles and squares and diamonds and those kinds of um, visual spatial discrimination tasks that are very important for learning. And clearly, one of the hallmarks of dysgraphia in school-age children and even children as they get older is that they have difficulty spacing. They have difficulty organizing themselves to keep their letters and numbers in an organized format, either across the line or in columns if it's numbers going down the page. In terms of fine motor, individuals with dysgraphia will often have difficulties with their grip. They'll often have difficulties holding on to a pencil. Um, they'll grab it in the wrong place. It will be uncomfortable on the page. They may grab it too close to the tip. They may hold it too far back. Uh, they may squeeze it too hard, which will affect the way that they actually can manipulate the pen or the pencil. The letter forms, as they're drawing things, as they're writing their letters and numbers, are also often compromised. Um, and because they're working so hard by virtue of their having dysgraphia, they're going to fatigue, they're going to get tired, they're, going to, they're not going to be able to finish tasks very often. <clears throat> In terms of language processing, individuals with dysgraphia often complain that they just don't know what to write, they don't know where to start the writing process. And that's the information processing difficulty that they have. Certainly once they've written something, it's hard for them to go back in and self-check their work. Some individuals with dysgraphia, because their writing is so disorganized, and they have so many inaccuracies, they can't even read back what they've written. So those are the kinds of things, the hallmarks, of what we look for in dysgraphia. What are some of the things that we can do to help children with dysgraphia? Well, first, in the visual spatial area, for young children, we can give them paper that has lines that are a little bit raised so they actually can feel when they're going out of the lines. That paper is available through um, both schools and sometimes you can pick them up um, in an education product store. Large spaces between lines, that's the kind of thing that can sometimes help when children are positioning themselves and trying to form letters. And graph paper can sometimes really be helpful to keep children organized in their writing process. One of the easiest things to do is not to give them a writing utensil, but allow them to choose one by themselves. Very often, the child with dysgraphia will choose a thicker pencil or prefer to write with something that has a little bit of a texture to it or a rubberized um, feel. And helping them find a grip that's comfortable for them so they don't fatigue is often something that is often really helpful in that fine motor domain. By way of language processing, 
One of the most useful things, certainly as children get older, is to afford them opportunities to use a language, a word processor, which diminishes the need for them to actually have to do the physical act of writing. Voice to print software that they can speak and it actually prints and they can edit is another useful tool. Providing individuals with an advanced organizer, give them a sense of what it is that they want to be writing about, help them find a way to organize those bits of information in keywords and having them create a draft and then help them edit the draft so that they're not struggling with the finished product and trying to create something while they're also struggling with issues of fatigue, wondering what to write, and then looking at some of those spacing and discrimination issues. One of the things that we found to be really useful for individuals with dysgraphia is affording them an opportunity to and encourage them to write in cursive, to write in script. When you write in print, you're putting your pencil tip or you're writing your pencil on the paper and picking it up and then starting again and then picking it up and then starting again. But cursive actually allows the tip to stay on the paper. And by doing so, it actually can be really helpful to an individual with dysgraphia. Try to minimize the amount of copying that they have to do at any given time because of the fatigue and because of how difficult it is in the language processing area. And certainly, affording them extended time is something that can be really helpful. They're going to work more slowly by virtue of all of these visual, spatial, motor skill, and language processing issues. Vaughn for Sam's Learning Disability Day in, learning, in Sam's Sports Report. Let's get to Sam's Learning Disability Day. We introduce Dysgraphia Part 5. According to the National Center of Learning Disabilities, Dysgraphia is a learning disability that affects writing, which requires complex motor information, processing skills, dysgraphia. Dysgraphia is a writing difficulty. It can lead to problems spelling and handwriting and putting thoughts on paper. People with dysgraphia can have trouble organizing their necessary components of letters, essay assignments. Okay, here it is. In ineligible handwriting. Not good handwriting. Writing task or drawing task. Yeah, art, it's terrible. I know everybody says art's unique, well mine's not. Uh, hurting hand while writing. Difficulty with structure and grammar. Saying words out loud or writing them. Write them out three times, that might help. Unfinished words or sentences. Difficulty Organizing thoughts on paper. Large grab gaps between written ideas. Also, letters are bigger. These five things are important in school. If you have a college course or a high school course, you may need extended time on test. 
note taker or recorded notes, extra time on test, reader, and finally the fifth one is scribe. I describe you each week on this episode of Dysgraphia. Have a good grip. Here is a few of them on the mechanical pencil screen. Work best. And sometimes pens. Also a grip on the pencil. You also have to buy the pencil and keep track of it, which may be hard for a dysgraphia kid, or they may have ADD, which may make it harder. Writing the answers out three times. Also, if the teacher gives you a study guide, make sure you answer, perhaps tidying an outline, and maybe even writing out the whole short answers on the test or answer. And making sure you study the extra credit questions so if you get some wrong, you can get the extra credit. And that finishes dysgraphia. Now let's move on to the football side. If I were the Bears, I would strongly have thought about the guy they hired in Denver this morning, which is Nathan Hackett, offensive coordinator of Aaron Rodgers. Now maybe Aaron Rodgers will be going... Maybe Aaron Rodgers to Denver. There, I said it. I don't like it. Hey, and maybe that's why Denver took Nathaniel Hackett. But the Bears guy is Matt Ephris. at hire. I'm just going to be honest, though. I'm not sure I would have hired him. I've never really heard of the guy. I don't, I don't think the Bears wanted to go the offensive route. That's why I would have hired if my... Mine were the defensive coordinators. I would have hired Dan Quinn. The other candidate was Jim Caldwell. Ephras were the other three two candidates. Matt Ephras was obviously hired. Dan Quinn blew a 28-point Super Bowl lead, but he would be my candidate. Now, as I stated, unless it was an outstanding candidate, I would hire an offensive coordinator. Now... I would have given Greg Norman a look for the Bears, given that he has Lamar Jackson. The offensive style that I think would work, Chicago is run in Baltimore. That would have been my top candidate. Now, for the Bears only. Now, also Josh McDaniels, I always look towards him as a good candidate maybe the Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable and also I would include in there Josh McDaniels and maybe uh, Eric Bieniemy. I give the Bears a B minus just because I don't know I'm not sure Net tomorrow we'll get in touch with the Broncos higher that will be on tomorrow's show. On for Sam's Learning Disability Day and Sam's Sports Report. This is Sam Vaughn for January 27th on part five of Discraft.